Hello and Happy New Year. It's the Movie Bunker podcast with me, Chris. I mean, Matt. A Happy New Year to all our wonderful listeners. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Well, they deserve well, it. 2021, we made it, people. Yeah, it's been uh, an amazing year. <laughs> yeah, this is when you know whether it's how far in advance it's been pre-recorded. So what a year that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're recording this in the uh, the very early start of 2021. We know this it's going to be... sounds like the future, right? That's a crazy yeah. number. And I guess we kind of know it's going to be so much better than 2020, even though it's oh. kind of started off as if it ended, 2020 ended. But yeah. we're going to look positive. I was a bit weirded out by everyone going, oh, let's just... It's just, oh, just, 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 you know, get New Year's out of the way. 2020 is gone. And I'm like, you realise that <laughs> nothing fundamentally will change tomorrow morning. It will still all be shit. <laughs> well, I mean, most of the UK is, is, is as it was. And things don't seem to be in the short term going to be any better. But, you know, if you're going to take a couple of months still to a if we if we kind of think that 2020 is going to at least be another couple of months before we start getting things organized hopefully we all know the uk government has got everything under control they know exactly <laughs> what they're doing we're going to get vaccinated we're not going to get a mishmash of vaccines we're going to have it's going to be absolutely fine and then we'll be back to the cinemas and back embracing each other and cuddling and kissing and touching each other licking and... each other's faces like we used to <laughs> Yeah, all that lovely stuff. All that fun, all that fun that we used to have with the licking is going to come back tenfold. And I think, uh, or you might just find this is the best it's ever been for me. I suit this lifestyle. I'm staying in. I'm never seeing anyone ever again. <laughs> and I think there's a large proportion of people that actually secretly are enjoying. Yeah, the they go, this doesn't suck. I hate people. And now people yeah. bring food to my door. This is everything <laughs> I've ever wanted. Go away. I'm still not dressed. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's been a fantastic year. 2020, if we, we look back at, we've we released a hell of a lot of episodes in yeah, 2020. we did it. Uh, we nailed that lockdown vibe. Uh, we, we got, <laughs> we contacted everyone again and again and again, and we, we put out some great podcasts. Uh, we took full advantage of the fact that people were stuck at home and couldn't do anything. <laughs> They're like, hello. Because the thing is, people can't say to you, oh, no, sorry, I'm busy that night. I'm uh, going somewhere. Like, no, you're fucking not. <laughs> yeah i've I've got your deal we are friends on facebook or we're friends on on twitter now i can dm you directly i know that you've seen the dm because it shows yeah that you've read it so Oof. there's no escape there's no escape the movie there's bunker no podcast don't no. lie to us uh, but anyway, it's all come to a kind of crescendo it's not like this is the first podcast of 2021 although technically it is this is kind of the last podcast of 2020 could in, in in a way because this is the big episode everything in our whole podcast live has been leading to this point <laughs> it's true. it feels like um because it's the cats episode the, the cats, cats episode we both saw it so we've not spoken to each other about it uh, yet um so uh, you know we're going to come to the podcast as, as we normally do uh with with these thoughts fresh in our minds having yep. not really discussed it with each other uh, <laughs> i watched it a couple of well, about two or three days ago as a family how did you watch it matt uh, yes, also, uh, well, we started as a family, it ended up on my own. <laughs> so that kind of lets you know um, how much of a pull that was for the for the general family. Um, yeah, yeah. Was it, yeah, it began as a family, so I thought, there's a chance, there's a chance the kids might like this. The kids like cats. I mean, like, they don't like cats in musical. They've not been, they're not theatre people. <laughs> um, no. They like the actual fucking animals, right? So I thought, there's a chance. There's a chance that they will enjoy this, and they like a, they like a sing song. So yeah, 
well, they, they, it, were, they, were, they were much more likely to enjoy this. Even as this film had been brilliant, they were much more likely to enjoy this than I was. So I thought it was only fair to have them on board, but they abandoned me, the little fuckers. Well, in true podcast uh, tradition, let's go with the trailer. So here's the trailer. I don't think there's been a more important here's a trailer before because the trailer really (laughs) this started off I mean in terms of me being incredibly excited about this film as soon as this trailer hit the fucking internet went batshit crazy about how awful it looked and how weird and disturbing it was and then from then it was just a snowball of shit up until the point it launched and then a little bit more shit after it launched and then it just went the way of every movie bunker <laughs> and yeah just landed in our laps on boxing day of all days yeah a great boxing day movie you'd think a great release after christmas everyone wants Ooh. something you know it's still christmas everyone likes a good movie at christmas so you know sky movies which we both subscribe to uh hook us up for free sky if you're listening and <laughs> they, they 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 look it's a perfect boxing day movie had it yeah. not had all the the baggage that is had now i don't i want to Straight away, I want to say, look, there's plenty of reviews out there and I've heard plenty of podcasts reviewing this film and I've heard, I've seen and, uh, you know, over the last 
12 months or whenever this actually physically got released. It's got a lot of shit. We're not going to jump on the bandwagon. We're going to do what we normally do with the films. We want to try and find the good things to say about it because it would be completely unfair to kick this movie but we again. May, we may mention some of the shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. We can't. We cannot. There's things wrong with it. Um, but yeah, released in, in, in December last year. Uh, well, year before last 2019 and uh, yeah. uh, the, the plot synopsis is thus a tribe of cats called the jellicles must decide yearly which one will ascend to the the heaviside layer and come back to a new jellicle life it doesn't really make a lot of sense and i think that kind of says I mean, that little plot synopsis really kind of encapsulates what the movie means because it it isn't it is a bit incoherent <laughs> um yeah so IMDb scored this low, as you can imagine. It got a 2.8 on IMDb. Which, with a modern film, is... I mean, I, we, we mentioned this quite a few times, because we've, we've... As we've sort of grown the podcast and we do more modern films, right? We, these these films um, are having an incredibly high turnaround. Like, we're watching these films within a year of them hitting the cinema. So we're doing more modern films... And we've we've we basically thrown out IMDb as a review system because everyone votes up votes and everything lends up on a five because everyone that even remotely liked it gives it a ten to try and counteract all the people that even remotely hated it giving it a zero or one. Yeah, but for this to have two point eight, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's damning. And also, if you float over to Rotten Tomatoes, as we always say, gives a bit more of a, a, a realistic view of how people are feeling. Um, the tomato meter is a splatter of twenty percent, which is still not the lowest we've ever done, and no. an audience audience score of fifty three percent, which is still low. <sighs> so yeah, people didn't go and see it. Um, you know, I think. The reasons are obviously there. Um, <laughs> before we delve into it, let's talk about the cast. Yes. Um, now, if you're a and movie director, go- right? We'll and director, mention. yeah. So, cast-wise, first we like show people or or actors and uh, that I would not normally be familiar with. Although there's some big names in this as well uh, that that hold the movie up or at least there to draw uh, people in. But there's a lot of performing arts people that you wouldn't normally recognise. So, no. um, Robbie Fairchild. Uh, plays uh <laughs> i'm gonna try and remember pronounce these uh, cat names monk strap uh you've got uh metty towley sorry if i've pronounced your name wrong i know you, you listen every week cassandra uh daniela norman uh plays demeter there's like jail Batote, there's larry bourgeois and his brother uh francesca Hayward, look, I'm gonna. I can't go on with these big kind of show people. They're they're obviously stage people, and I, I wouldn't know who they are. But then we get to sort of, um, you know, like Hollywood A-listers yeah. that uh, I've been brought in. Um, so the first one is Ibris Elba, who plays Ibris. Um, <laughs> what did I say? Ibris, <laughs> who plays Mac, uh, McVitie's. I mean McCavity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, who else have we got, Matt? Uh, there's River Wilson, Jason Derulo, Jennifer Hudson's kind of in between those two camps that you spoke of there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. James Corden, Ray Winston, Judy Dench, Ian McKellen, and then Taylor Swift. Uh, I think they're the big ones that people yeah, recognise. Like you said, there's a lot of, um, you know, probably, I mean, even Francesca Hayward um, is her debut. Uh, she used to be a ballerina, I think. Ballerina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, it, it, We'll yeah. go back to her because I think from, from everything... Well, I pre preceding this podcast, obviously knowing about it, listening to people talk about the film, you know, 
the person that came off probably the best was her based on you know it was her debut performance in terms of screen and everything yeah. like that so and um you know she, she did her best and it must have been quite a difficult uh, <laughs> situation but the director yeah he joins a short list of people that have won both Razzie and an Oscar <laughs> so uh Tom Hooper um who's like normally incredibly capable mm. um uh directed this um who obviously won an Oscar for the King's Speech, did Les Mis as well. So he's got like, um, sorry, Les Mis. For, the, for, Mis. People that, for people that don't know. Les Mis. For, for uh, people that are not, you know, <laughs> in the show biz, uh, Les Mis is uh, Les Miserable. I think it's Les Mis. Les Mis. You call it just Les Mis in the biz. Um, <laughs> it's not Les, it's Le, Les Mis. Les Mis. <laughs> no, it's not Les Mis, it's Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get that right. Les, Les Mis. Les Mis. Les, 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 Les no, Miserables. Les Mis is not some sort of, I don't know, Felix Les Nice Miserable comedian. Sounds like, a, sounds like a, a 1980s English wrestler. Hey, welcome to the stage, Les Mis. Here comes Les Miserables. Known as Les Mis. Ripping his T-shirt off. Showing his guts. <laughs> I'd definitely be a fatty, Les Miserables. Yeah, yeah. He died of a heart attack a couple of years ago. It's so sad. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Tom Hooper. Yeah, he's got some uh, directing chops on him. Yeah. Uh, and it was his, um, apparently it was his injection into this film, which took it away from being <laughs> what it was going to be, um, which was um, an animated film. It's going to be purely animated. And he went, nah. Why do that? We can have real life anamorphic cats people running around. Yeah. And there's loads of stories about how this, um, when it was in production and we got the trailer and the trailer wasn't finished and there was lots of glaringly obvious issues with the CGI and what they'd done. Um, and so there was lots of toing and froing. I remember um, yeah. people talking about it going back in for. Well, even after it was launched, work. right? After it was launched, there was another cut made. Uh, yes. You know, there was more effects added for like the people that saw it on day two rather than the people that saw it on day one kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. They they made some yeah, they were still working on it. The, the, they sonic the hedgehog did, I think is the business term for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, so the original version went out to the theaters and it and then yes, there were some issues with it. it. Like, you know, background stuff wasn't finished. Um so you could see sleeves and you could see watches and jewelry on people that wasn't supposed to be there. And so there was another cut that was rushed out with corrections the very next day, I think, as you quite rightly said. And yeah. um uh yeah, I mean that you can go and read. Uh, internet columns, uh, uh, blogs, and uh, inches <laughs> and inches about. Ha there's plenty to read on. You know, there's the whole thing we've talked about on the podcast before about the the butthole cut. Uh, there's, you know, they 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 did a version with the cats with bums, anuses, and then one without them. And you know, to tr apparently, I mean, we don't know how much is true. Um, you know, <laughs> it I mean, let's go through our notes. I think the best thing to do is to, to go through what we yeah. thought. Now, I, I mean, have you ever said, seen the stage show? By the way, I don't know if you have. No, no, but it's one of the it's one of the most popular. Long apart from Les Mis, Les Mis. Um, Les Mis. it's been going for years and years. Andrew Lloyd Webber, obviously. Yeah. Is a I mean, to be honest, from from what I know about musicals, which is very little, although there, you know, I have seen more in the last few years than I would have done normally, is that this isn't particularly the best musical anyway there is a bit of a story shortage that it's not got a, a fantastic well, yeah story. if we talk about the film and how it came to be so 
I mean, uh, the stage show, obviously, it's based on the stage show, which in itself is based on uh, T.S. Eliot's um, book of short stories about random cats. So it's something that was like fundamentally always not a linear story. It was just this is this type of cat and a little poem about that type of cat. This is this type of cat. And this is a little poem about that type of cat. So maybe lending itself to stage show because they could, I mean, people don't go to the theatre to see a coherent, well thought out story <laughs> with a decent third act and, you know, a payoff at the end. They go there for the spectacle and the songs and uh, maybe have sweets thrown at them. Um, at some point, <laughs> I don't know because I'm not a big theatre person. My, my, <laughs> well, uh, you know, underlying, underlining sort of. I mean, not to say what you're saying is wrong, but yeah, but I mean, to, to, for a successful stage show to be for a stage show to be successful, to switch that uh, sentence around a bit, um, it does have to have a fantastic storyline. Has to be yeah. delivered well, and you know, has to draw you in, and you have to believe it and want to come back. And the songs are there to to build it, you know, to build the world and stuff like that. So yeah, this this works on a different level, I believe, based on exactly what you said. There's short segments of things that are tied together at the end in some just a big dance off. Um, but you're right, the Cats is fundamentally not, shouldn't be called Cats, it's, it should be called Cats introducing other cats or themselves, <laughs> that should be the title. Because that, that, that's all I got from it. And I think it's- Like a cat just... tinder. It's... Yes. <laughs> when will the story start? And the story, yeah. whatever thread of story there is there, it um, seems to be centred around you know, the main cat who's abandoned at the very beginning and, and you know, uh, picked up by these jellical cats, which I thought was angelical cats when I first said, and just reading the plot synopsis now has corrected it's my It's one of those thoughts. weird things, right? So it's like a, it, it's, it's a hard word to grasp what they're fucking saying, and they say it a lot. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You're like, oh my God, they're saying that word again. What the fuck is that word? Um, <laughs> this was probably the, uh, the film I've, googled during the most to go what the fuck did they just say and like type in what i thought and, and you know when you're not alone because google you get halfway through a badly typed word and google goes oh did you mean jellical cats <laughs> and you're like ah yes yes yeah. google i did amongst the other millions of people that are obviously been googling in the cinemas whilst watching this film yeah because it, 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 it all we see is I mean, there are lots of cats in this and they're all different shapes and sizes. One of the main things I couldn't quite get my head around is, well, I think one of the main issues that people picked up on very early on is the size and, and the kind of dynamics of how the cats work and interact with the, with the world around them doesn't quite work at all in any scene. It kind of just goes from one kind of extreme to the other. They're either the size of mice or they're, you know, bigger horses at some point. I don't know. <laughs> but um, this, this kind of, like, storyline, which we were originally talking about, this kind of thread that's going through it is this Ibris Elba's character, McCafferty, McVitie, or whatever, um, is this kind of mystical cat that comes and goes and appears. And he's, what, 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 was, what was that all about? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. There, there was various <laughs> magical elements, to be fair. So from, from what I can gather... And this is what I gather. There was like four or five special cats that were in running to ascend, right? To 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 give excuse me, a bit windy pops <coughs> to get given a special prize. And um McVitie the cat <laughs> <laughs> um didn't reckon on his chances of winning this competition fairly. 
So, you know, just think of like, you know, Jedward in X Factor. No way are they going to win it on merit. Basically, Jedward running around, <laughs> killing the other X Factor contestants. Well, he doesn't kill them. He manages to magic them away. And then Ray Winston ties them up on a, on a, on a boat. Yes. It's odd. There's no yeah. denying that it's odd. Um, and, and I guess the thread, the kind of um, every man, us person is is Francesca's character in this, right? So she gets like dumped uh, in an alleyway and is basically introduced to this world and taken through the audition process. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, yeah, she's our, our entry to this, this, this magical world of cats, which can do magical things. Um, based on a series of random short stories. <laughs> it's odd. It is odd. And, and the thing is, I don't think... and I don't think anyone could have done this. I mean, definitely visually, it could have been improved one way or the other, right? Either just make it a cartoon or just make people have, like, cat's ears and have just people with cat's ears, <laughs> like they do on the stage show. Just, you know, just the, the, the visuals could have definitely <laughs> improved. But fundamentally, the story isn't strong enough. No. Les Miserables <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is, a, is a musical based on a book. So the story's there. They can take that and go, there's the story, which has some songs. Whereas this mm. was just some songs. <laughs> No story of any note, and you you need a story to have a film. You need a story, uh, yeah, and also you need you need characters that you can understand who they are, where they fit. Because there's so many names being thrown at you all the time. Oh, and they're not know. normal names, are they? <laughs> I mean, let's just yeah. go through some of Mister Mistopheles. Yeah, Rum Tum Tugger. Uh, Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I, that's I think I've had a few Rum Tum Tuggers in my life. Uh, <laughs> Rumple uh, Teaser. Mungo Jerry. Now is Mungo Jerry like because there's, there's a band called Mungo Jerry. Oh yeah, right? Mungo Jerry. Yes, yeah. Is that, that was is that based on after. cats or was cats based on them? They probably thought it was a good name when he, he probably uh, from the book that it originated from, and they probably took it from that. But Jelly Lo Rama, Jelly Lo Rum, Jelly Rum, Jelly 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 Lo Rum, <laughs> Jelly Lo Rum. Uh, Shanks, the real one cat. Oh yeah, let's not forget that. Skimble <laughs> um, Shanks. Tantamil, I mean, yeah. It's like Lord of the Rings without any visual clues. <laughs> <laughs> but you you mentioned earlier on about the ears, and the ears, I just until you said that, I hadn't really thought about it. They, they're kind of too pricky-uppy, aren't they? They're kind of like weird triangles on their heads. I mean, it's, well, okay, so we, we should probably, rather than dancing around, I mean, this is obviously the thing that's been picked up most. We should probably focus in on the visuals for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the scale, now, they, they try to maintain a scale of four to one, which apparently is kind of the average cat thing, but it, it doesn't look right. Like you say, sometimes you go, Jesus Christ, that's a, a fucking tiny cat. And other times you're like, oh, that, that would be quite a big cat. But then there's also the CGI of everything that's yeah. random. And it had very much the look and feel sometimes of uh, a WhatsApp filter when someone moves a little bit too quickly. <laughs> And yeah. there's a bit of a lag, and sometimes the head seems to shrink because it's still not quite right. They haven't worked out the geometry correctly, and other times it's like it looks fine. I mean, a lot of the time it looks fine, right? There's there's no denying that. Uh, no, I, 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 on the whole, although I, a lot of the issues with the the effects were glaringly obvious, it wasn't a massive 
I knew what I was going in, knowing exactly what to expect. So it didn't bug me the scaling issues. It, I, I kind of knew that would be a problem. I think the, the main thing that bugged me was it's just the face, the face on the cap. It's just the way it looks. <laughs> yeah, because they were they were at, at both times so very very cat like, yeah. and also really not. <laughs> yeah, and, it is uh, odd. Several several of the cats that you know the the the, the, com- the comedy cats as I would call them. So. Um, not Ray Winston. I guess Ray Winston looked all right. He was kind of um, comedy. Yeah. yeah, Rebel Wilson and the other guy, James Corden, James the Corden. comedy cats to call them, were, were fine. You know, in terms of what they were there to do. Again, that was like lazy, lazy cats and lazy thing. I don't know yeah. because every everybody comedy was fat. <laughs> it's like Jesus, yeah, yeah. you fucking lazy bastards. Yeah, and um, and then you had the Judy Dench and Ian McKellen kind of oh. Uh, we're old cats. We're old so, cats. Yeah. Oh yes. God, so how, how, how do you be, how do you become a cat? Well, first of all, <laughs> you must lick your balls. I <laughs> see. One of my very few notes was um, meow, 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 <laughs> which um, um, I think Gandalf in this film is the only cat to actually meow. And as at one point the camera's panning past Gandalf, he does go meow. meow, meow. <laughs> It's such a bad thing. It's like the A cats don't make that noise, and B, no one in this film, because that would kind of indicate <laughs> that for the rest of the film they weren't talking in their normal cat tongue. <laughs> yeah. Like if, they, if yeah. you're meowing and that's your normal way of speaking as a cat. What no, then, do you think he got do you think uh, he got method, Matt? He just got method. <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't even have any he was they had to bring him a saucer of milk and just lure him out. He was his uh, it was in his transition period between man. <laughs> To cat. Oh, you see, I must become a cat, you see. <laughs> I need the cat. It's me. Meow. Meow, 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 meow. And any director who casts me as a cat must be prepared to empty my litter tray. It's quite simple. <laughs> it's in the corner. Uh, Judy Gents is doing the same thing. She's kind of just a, this forlorn old cat kind of going, yes, well, it's hard to be angelical, angelical, whatever it is we're trying to say. I don't bloody know. I've never yeah, seen the music. But she had that massive coat on, which for a lot of it, because it matched her fur colour, it just made her look like she was proper hench. Yeah. <laughs> like she looked like <laughs> Arnie Schwarzenegger of the cat world. She looked totally mm. ripped. And it all kind of, gonna, everyone who goes to see this the show, it kind of, from what I know of the show, but prior to this movie being made, is the, is the big song, the Grisabella song. Yes. Know? And uh, Jennifer Hudson does a version of it uh, with a snotty nose. Oh, I wrote uh, that down as well. Just like, really? why? She's got a constant snot trail the whole yeah. way through the film. And I get it. She's sad, but she's not even in it for very long. She's looking on and then she gets to go to, to uh, she gets to go in the hot air balloon, doesn't she, at the end? She gets a little trip thing. at the side at the end. Where, where is she going? Why is she? Oh, they send her to her death. That's <laughs> like this, this, this big prize that they're all working for. They fundamentally attach a cat to a balloon and let it go. <laughs> and, and then they're all yeah. happy about themselves. I mean, um, I love the, I love the song. I do think the song is amazing. And and when it's sung, it's, it's sung with the power and you know, what it's supposed to be about. And well, I don't really, really know. It's a great song. And um, yeah, there's not, there's not beat around the bush. Like, um, Jennifer Hudson can <laughs> fucking whack out a tune and it, it's a big old tune. And she, I mean, as I say, you can tell this is a good tune because it's played three times in the film. Um, it's also the incidental music. That, 
is part of that fucking song. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it's the only song that you'll remember after watching this film, apart from the, the Mr. Matofli's one, which is just insane. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's the only thing, it's the only reason to come and watch this film is for mm. this payoff of that song. Yeah. What did you think about uh, the, the, the little mouse band and the cockroaches? They were quite fun. <laughs> they weren't. No, they weren't. <laughs> oh, the little um, mices. The little mice. The, the little mices, yeah. The li- played by um, kids. kids. I thought that was quite cool. Uh, I thought my kids would like that. They were a little bit meh. Uh, and they got all the little dancing cockroaches. Some of them get eaten. But uh, the, the, the little show thing with... Uh, our friend, the friend of the podcast, um, uh, which I've forgotten her name, uh, Rebel Wilson. Oh, yeah. that, was, that was quite good, whether she was doing Rebel Wilson. It's like, you know. Rebel Wilson is a cat. <sighs> um, yeah, so um, let's get back on track. because oh, we, we, Before we move off, yeah, visuals. Yeah. The, the last visual, and one of my notes was, is um, the thing that I had the biggest issue with is the clothing. Because right. some cats had some clothing, yeah. Other cats had no clothing. Um, the, only one cat wore trousers. Um, two cats wore shoes. <laughs> <clears throat> but the, the biggest <laughs> jar of it all was um, McCavity, who, when we first see him, is has got like a like ruffled fur coat and a cool fucking mean looking hat. Yeah. And I, I think his visual when you, you first get introduced to McCavity, you're like. It makes you think this is what the whole film should have been like. They shouldn't have worried about making everything look proper cat like. They should have dressed people with cat like elements. Yeah. Yeah. So then like it would show. look cool. Yeah. But then later on, he turns up, he's not wearing that hat and a coat anymore. So he no. is naked. <laughs> and it is weird because it does actually look like it just elbows just prancing around nude for a bit. Yeah. It's odd. And, and it, it's, no, it's that jar between, like, if he did, if he never had that clothes on, if he'd have just, we just met him, and he'd just been lounging around as a cat, then that's fine. But then later on, he's not got his clothes on. It's like, right now you, now you look naked. They needed to make a decision, and I think that's where all the issues lie. Is that no, I don't think they really knew what they were doing with the cats. <clears throat> and, and until the very last <laughs> got to feel really sorry for the, the amount of effects uh staff that would have been on this trying to sort this out and oh what a and job getting, and then the, and the film gets absolutely slated afterwards because of the effects and you think fucking work my ass off on that movie for 12 months <laughs> the director was a prick um i yep. no 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 one knew we didn't have a clue what we were doing they kept changing their minds and you just think you know it's awful and then you get Pricks like, um, yeah, Rebel Wilson and uh, James Corden coming mm. on at the Oscars and, t- and ripping the shit out of it like they were in on the joke. Um, they w- w- they knew it was going to be a stinker. They didn't. They weren't full into this movie. Yeah. You tell like the pre-show scissor reels and stuff they were doing. They were like, you have not seen anything like this before. This is going to blow your socks off. And when it comes out <laughs> and gets an awful applause, they go, they turn their backs on and go, yeah, we knew it was shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's just. That sucks. I told and, the director what he was doing wrong, but didn't listen to me, did he? <laughs> did you see? Did you see that the thing with Rebel Wilson and, no. and uh, James Corden? They basically came out to get nominees for, a, for for something, and they came out dressed as cats in like a thing, and they were just taking the piss. Basically, uh, they came out trying to bat the microphone and be cats, and they was like, ha ha ha! Look, they're taking the piss out of themselves, taking the piss out of the movie that they were in, that they absolutely were fully endorsing, and now they've 
you know, and it just seems a bit like cheap to do that when, you know, you go into these things and you, 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 you fully endorse them and for whatever reason it didn't, it doesn't work and not everything works. You know, there's lots of on set, right? So on set when they were filming this, what, what were they, what were they wearing? What did they look like? Were they like proper, just like, you know, green light corrupt and then, you know, wait for the surprise or did they have elements of the costumes on? No, they would have. Was there makeup? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. They probably would have had a degree. There would have been a, a, lot face. Of, a lot of green screen. They would have been wearing morphs, not morph suits. What do you call them? Like green suits, or they would have been wearing just leotards or whatever. I don't know. I'm just making this up. But I can imagine they were thinking, yeah, it's fucking post production on this is going to look amazing. Uh, and, you know, you've got executives and studio people going, yeah, 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 this is going. The director's doing what he can. The, the musical numbers and the dancing's all coming together as they're filming it and thinking, yeah, this looks like an absolute blast. And then, they get all the footage and they go, now what the fuck we do? We actually don't know how, how big are the cats going to be. The tails are too long. They look like fucking lemurs. Uh, and then it just, you, you, well, I don't work in, we're not fucking, A, we're not uh, film critics by trade. We don't have a fucking clue what we're talking about. Um, we, we don't know anything. Let onto the secret, Chris. <laughs> pre or post-production or anything like that. We don't know about movie sets or nothing. But we know enough as film fans to know that, that fundamentally, fundamentally, a lot went wrong. Yeah. The end product is 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 strange. Yes, it is strange and it's jarring and it, it makes you feel uncomfortable watching it. But it, I, you know, I wasn't as shocked as I thought I would be. You know, I thought I heard all the the, the awful stories about it. I listened to the reviews. I saw the you know the trailers. I thought, wow, that looks interesting. And then all the shenanigans that happened afterwards and stuff. And I thought. I'm going to be in for a real treat here. It's going to be a shocker. But apart from being confused, a little bit bored from from all the numbers, I was a little, I wasn't quite into the into all the numbers. It was continuous song after song and introduction, introduction, no kind of plot to speak of, and that kind of just made me feel a bit weird. And I felt confused. I'd had a few drinks watching it as well as I've gone through the afternoon because it, it was Christmas Boxing Day or day after Boxing Day we watched it. Yeah. So, and so I was feeling a fully your right to do so, Chris. Don't feel yeah, bad about that. <laughs> I was glazed over a little bit because of the alcohol, but I thought that would enhance the situation. Just, but it, it didn't. It just kind of moved. Oh. But I, I kind of wasn't angry at it. I wasn't. I was just confused and a bit like, oh, well, that's cats. Uh, could see what all the fuss is about, but it didn't really, didn't really make me feel anything strongly either way. I just knew it was not right and uh, probably the, the, a bad decision. Uh, and a waste of everybody's time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the problem with this film happened a long way before it got released, right? It was the, the art direction that they chose to take was a bad choice. And then the decision to not CGI things properly um, until the last moment. I, I think I read on IMDb that the CGI people had like four months to do the trailer you know, six months to do the trailer, then four months to do the rest of the film. Mm. Um, so it's no wonder that it was right to the last moment and then just beyond the last moment that they actually got something that they would probably not be particularly proud of themselves mm. out the door. Because um, I guess if you watch the trailer, there's none of this jarring stuff, right? You, you don't see any of the sort of slightly weird headpieces or anything else like that. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what people expected because... Mm. You know, I, I think you mentioned earlier it's not renowned as a great story piece of a of a musical theatre show. So why would it suddenly become 
unless he just threw all that shit out and went, right, we're not going to do cats. What we're going to do is we're going to have this film about cats and at the end we're going to sing memories. <laughs> unless he did that, then he's on a hiding to nothing. There's no way you're going to make this film. <clears throat> you're not going to make it, you know. And, I, and every time we do a musical, I always say this, but I, the, great, the, the Greatest Showman's got a lot to fucking answer for. Because if that hadn't done fucking gangbusters, not only in the cinema and DVDs and, <clears throat> you know, hitting the charts for fucking two years afterwards, if it hadn't done that, then we wouldn't have had this sudden clamour by film execs to go, right, quick, let's get another musical and, you know, capture that spirit of the greatest showman again. Yeah, um, yeah. It just wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it kind of, we haven't had, every, every studio I think was looking for something spectacular, singing, dancing, because they knew there was an appetite for this. And they, they might kind of envision that either way, if this goes bad or good, there's going to be a screenings where people can go along to the sing-along versions. Yeah. And we're going <laughs> to make money out of repeat viewings and the soundtrack's going to make money. And, you know, it's like Hamilton on Disney Plus has come out. It's an absolute roaring success i mean that stage version with that original cast is 2016 as far as i'm aware yeah. so to get to get that original cast back to record it it's quite an old recording it's not a brand new recording stick it out as a film if you like as an event on disney plus is 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 a was a fantastic idea to do and the soundtrack is good the song is fantastic it's well written the story is gripping it's not quite historically accurate but you know it thunders along it's it, it draws you in and, and they're thinking look that this this could have done the same I, I guess if it was something else you know like i don't know what's the other one the, the starlight express and <laughs> is that any other in terms of storyline is i don't i don't think it is but you know phantom of the opera you know yeah that's got um, a story right it's got a decent story evita uh, that's done well and so in, in all periods of kind of the last 20 30 years musicals have made the transition to to film Mm. in in pretty good ways les mis is a good example you know now that's that did that did still every time you say that now i have a massive fat wrestler in my mind les mis i'm les miserables and i'll i'll make you cry (laughs) (laughs) i warned you all greased up (laughs) with signature move the the titty twister Uh, the rum tub tugger. Is that <laughs> rum tub tugger. Where, the where rough are we going tub now? tugger. <laughs> where are we going now then with this, Matthew? Um, like you say, it's it's hard to. It feels very much like like beating a cat in a bag, um, because everyone's been there and they've taken their pounding on it before so it, it does feel a little bit mean um i was really excited to see this um and like you say it, it, I, I wasn't horrified by it and if you like memory memories or memory mm. the song then mm. watch it i mean maybe not watch the whole film just fast forward to like the last sort of 20 minutes i think then it, it appears in because you know it's a fucking it's a it's a it's a crowd pleaser I just wish they had thrown coats on a lot of them. It would have, yeah, yeah. It would have saved the CGI department, like, you know, 20% of their work because <laughs> they've been partly covered. Um, yeah, it, it, visually, it's fucking weird. It's too peeply and too catty at the same time. Would you so watch I'd... it again? No, no, no. Uh, not even for. But fun, then I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not a big musicals person's fan. I think if someone was a big Cats fan, you know, they'd gone to see the stage show four or five times. They probably would watch this if it came on twice. 
Well, listen, Matt, if we if we were, you know, old 2009, 18, uh, maybe by a podcast, we would have been scrolling through looking for 10 out of 10 reviews. But as we we've, we don't do that anymore, <laughs> no. there would there would have been lots of uh, musical theatre fans that would have loved this movie because they just love this kind of thing. And and if you do, that's amazing. And, and I guess if it reached people and people enjoyed it, then that's the main thing for, for like I say, this is a, definitely a bunker movie. For me, it will never leave. Um, no. Just probably for the fact that it's just just not right for people to to see on screen. But um, <laughs> I don't. I feel bad about making that choice now. But I guess that's just the role we have. So Matt, shall we do our new quiz? Yes, the snappily titled <laughs> "Guess a Guess Film the from film the Plot." <laughs> the plot keywords on IMDb. Is that it? That's that's as succinct as we've currently made it. Yes. Uh, can well, we make an acronym only... of that or an initialization of that? I don't know if we can. Well, Maybe we something can. you can put for the show notes. So, um, as as every week, I mean, this is the second week we've done it. But uh, <laughs> yes, we all we take it in turns uh, to pick a movie and then to by reading the plot keywords, which is something we kind of developed over the last few podcast episodes. Um, you have to decide. Decide. decide no you have to guess what the movie is by the use of the plot keywords you get 10 guesses right and what i'm going to do this time because last time i struggled horribly is i'm going to make a note of how many guesses because <laughs> i still don't know really how many you took no i did it i went up to about eight or nine and i hadn't even seen the film because i checked so it was hard for me have you seen it since or have you seen christopher the crank since no Oh. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing over Christmas, man? Uh, I don't know, I was too busy. Rum tum tugging. <laughs> right, so I've, instead of, well, it's Christmas is over and done with, the New Year's, yep. and there's no kind of New Year's movies. So on trend to what we're doing on Fleek, we've got uh, a, a musical. So I've picked a musical, a film of the musical genre, and I'm going to read out. Uh, so this isn't going to be any obscure, weird little, you know, Oh, there was this one film once where there was a beautiful musical. No, I've picked a... In I've, Korean. I've picked, <laughs> I've picked a decent one for you, but okay. it's going to start hard and then it's going to get easier. As, Again, as just like Rum Tum Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Okay. So, here we go. I'm ready. First plot keyword. Yeah. Is crush. Crush. Yeah. Now, is this crushes in break entirely the spirit of? <laughs> Could well or be. Crushes in, oh, I fancy that person. Mm-hmm. Not saying, I can't tell you. Can't tell me. Uh, I realise I don't know actually know that many <laughs> musicals. Um, no, I'm, but don't forget, I've not picked an obscure one. And these are, I'm starting hard because there are some extremely obvious plot keywords that will give this away in like, one word. <laughs> oh, okay, right. I'm going to go crushes in fancy love, and I'm going to go with Romeo and Juliet. No, it's not a musical. It is. No, it's They're not. singing it loads. No, there's not. It's not. It's They're not musical, musical numbers, right? No, it's a play. No, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio in that, isn't it? No, but that's just a modern version of. Love me, love me. Yeah, no, that's just the single that was released <laughs> for the film. Okay, second word. Right, fine. Unrequited love. Ah, oh, see, Romeo and Juliet fits again. Yeah. A little bit. Unrequited love. 
So that's number two. Whoa. I'm quite loved. Oh, so who loves, and it's a song, and they sing about it, and it's a musical, which apparently I'm struggling with musicals and just films with <laughs> singles. Well, you've only, you're, you're, you're only on, on word number two, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm literally struggling to think of an okay. musical. Um, uh, Les Mis. <laughs> no, not Les Mis. Les Mis. Do you want number three? Go on in. I'll go a little bit easier for you. Abusive boyfriend. Abusive boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Abusive. Is it musical? What kind of fucked up musical is this? Yeah, Abusive you... boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, what's that thing you bought one? Um, hairspray. No. Okay. You're writing these in. I can hear your keyboard tapping. I'm, I'm, I'm typing in my guesses <laughs> and your words, so I am. I'm making notes as I go. Okay. I this forget. Another one is coming. This is getting slightly easier now. Yeah. Okay. So this is plot word number four, which is eclipse. Eclipse. Mm. <laughs> I don't know this. There is an eclipse. There's an eclipse in a musical. Yarp. If you, now I, I I'm guessing you would have seen this and you would know you would certainly know it very very well it is a very popular musical West Side Story no there's a lot of musicals out there and they're not all in the kind of vein that you are giving me at the moment right so you're giving me a lot of proper big musicals. Yeah, and, and this is a proper big one. It's had stage shows. It's it's been on recently. Again, there's versions of it. Um, but yeah, I'll go another one. All right. Motorcycle. Motorcycle. It's quite a big motorcycle bit in it. Ish. And Greece. Nope. Ah, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Okay. I'm gonna. What's that? Number five. So it's number five. six now. I've got to get a bit easier for you. Now the thing is, when I get easier, it, it becomes incredibly easy. This um, is trouble I had, but then realised okay, I'd seen we go. the film and it didn't matter. <laughs> this is going to get you more or less. This one is going to get you more or less on on the right track. I think black comedy. The fuck. As in, it's a comedy, but a dark comedy. Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Yay! See, I'm, I'm actually writing Little Shop of Horrors down, even though this has no value anymore. <laughs> the thing is, I'm kind of keeping all the kind of killer plant, talking uh, uh, <laughs> plant, indoor plant, dentists. Indoor dentists, yeah, would have absolutely murder. Uh, Abusive boyfriend. Horror. I can't really remember that bit. Well, he was not a very nice to his to the to what's her name. In the in the in the plot was she, um, you know, the, they have the young unrequited love. Yeah, Seymour yeah. and um, God, Freedom is Seymour. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Steve Martin was not very nice to Ellen Green, who played Audrey. But yes, that was it. So five well points, five imaginary points of no value. Well, so so far, you did better than I did last time, based <coughs> on the fact, that based on the fact I'd actually seen it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. So you must run out and watch that now. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a good a little um, that's a good quiz. I think that's going to have legs. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know what our next film is, but whatever our next film is, it'll be me changing you to that genre of film, whatever that genre is. And and I think it really helps to plan ahead as well to get that one to. Yeah, no, it it really showed. (laughs) Okay, well that's it, I guess, for the the movie bunker podcast for this this episode this year, not this year, but uh, think of this as a think of this as a bolt on to twenty twenty, and now we're gonna. We're going to look forward to 2021 and all the marvellous movie bunker movies that the overlords <coughs> will force us to watch and the guests that we're going to have to, you know, I don't know how we're going to bribe them to come on the show again. Although, uh, Before you know, we go, Chris, can I ask yes. you a question? And this, I yes. am throwing this upon you. Yes. What was your favourite movie bunker of last year? That's a really good question. I think the ones, for, the ones that stick out for me are the ones where I kind of learn something from the guests that we've had on, you know, and something when I go back and it, or when the guests come with information and are well read about the movie that they've chosen and not just sort of, well, actually that's all of them. But we kind of, when we do the podcast on our own or the episodes on our own, you know, we, we do a film based on the fact that we, we know it's had a bad panning. Yes. And we go, we go <coughs> into it clean. We, are, we, we have or we haven't seen it before. It, it doesn't really matter. We just go in... And, and, and analyze it and look at it and see what we think. And but with the guests, the, the, the you know the the concept with the guests is that obviously they must like it, they must enjoy it, and they want it. They think it's camp and classy. Um, so the ones where we learn stuff are always the best. So with the guests, I guess you know one that sticks to my mind is Anaconda with Matthew Hyten, which would which is the one where I never knew that the voice <laughs> Anaconda itself was voiced and had a voice actor. <laughs> yeah, he's a famous, really famous voice actor. A really right? famous voice actor, which I've forgotten his name, but he did, he's done like most of the cartoons from the 80s that we would have watched. Yeah. And, and many, many other voice acting work and he actually got a proper voice acting. And that, that's something that I've retained and I will use if I'm ever on a guest on another podcast or something <laughs> else. So I've taken his fun fact. So that was a good one. And I guess... You know, Equilibrium was a good one with James Dyer. Um, you know, National Treasure with, with Anna. And uh, well, only asked for one, so you know, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. So yeah, I think, I think Anaconda was was one that sticks out in my mind. Yeah, it's a good one. I like that. Well, how about you, Matthew? What did you think? Yeah, a few stick out on the old mind, but mostly, I think if I think back on the year of, of the and, and very much like myself, it's a fact brought to the podcast by a guest. That stuck out my mind was uh, uh, King Arthur with Clarice uh, Loughry, a friend of the show, but on twice because she points out that fundamentally the narration is done by two horses at the end of the film, <laughs> which I just, it, it never occurred to me. And it's just it, after you've seen the film and then you watch it again and you realize that it's being narrated by a ho- magical horse, then you're just in, it's just, it just adds a different <laughs> level to it. It's just amazing after that. I'll have to go back and listen to that episode like I do most of them because I sit in my shed and listen to them all. Um, but yeah, that one, I had forgotten about that little nugget. That's fantastic. It's a good nugget. It's a good opportunity to thank all our um, fantastic guests that we've had. Yeah, they were really. brilliant and very and supportive. All our listeners uh, across the world that, that tune in every other, whenever they get these episodes get dropped and thanks for your support. It's been amazing. And uh, don't forget to go on the various platforms and uh, social media and like us there because uh, that's I guess you can't like us physically. We well, can, but it's <laughs> it's hard because we're, we're reprehensible in person. <laughs> it's very gratifying, as they say, with this modern age of modern technology and social media. It is almost is very gratifying. It's like getting shot with uh, some sort of magic uh, social media drug when you get a like. Oh, oh, we're liked. We do. They do like yeah. us. Or yeah. a retweet. Oh, 
He retweeted. Oh, 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 like, oh. <laughs> someone says something nice to us on an interview, not an interview, on a, on a review, or a, we get a rating. <gasps> it's like, um, you know, when uh, Alderaan is, is blown up in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> voices cry out. It's a bit yeah. like that, really. Yeah, but it's not a thousand. <laughs> just... <laughs> Then I realised a it's single just... voice cries out in the darkness. Yeah. I just realised that it's just my notifications are on. That's all. I need to turn them off, and the, the phone vibrates in my pocket. Um, get back to playing with your lightsaber and a drone. <laughs> yeah, rum tum tugger. <laughs> um, right, we're not going to advertise anything else this week. We're going to leave it dry. Dry, because um, the rambling section is the best part. As but most people are still tuning into this fucking <laughs> part. <laughs> You've got to be committed to get to this bit. This Nick, is where we should give away money and see if yeah. anyone ever claims it. If you like, if you if you listen to this far and you tweet us with the code, <laughs> we'll send you a tenner. I, I noticed as well that we promise so much in this part of the this in future episodes. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to send this out to you. Send us your address. We're going to, we've got badges. All the stuff we always say that we're going to do is always in this part of the podcast. Yeah. And I realise we never get any repercussions, never outtake on it or anything because people switch off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, they've stopped talking about the film. They're just rambling now. <laughs> time but to leave. You, the thing is, I think most podcasts do this, or independent podcasts at least, where there's no like, production person looking after the whole operation. <laughs> All like independent podcasts smash have it. A, the have end. a rambling, have a rambling aspect, but they a lot of them, I think, it, from what I've heard, have them in the middle or the beginning, and that's what people turn off to straight away. So I think if we do it at the end, you know, it's only the the hardcore bunkerites that will come this far and just spend yeah. a lovely, you know, extra half an hour of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in, in in terms of for them, it's just ten minutes, but in terms of me editing it, it's like six, seven hours of stuff that I have to cut out. Oh well, <laughs> well, well, we we'll end it there. We'll do the big finish. So thanks ever so much again for listening to the podcast. This episode has, has been a great fun episode to do. Cats has been our it's been our movie we've been looking forward to. It's been all right, well, yeah. So until next time, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> just goodbye, just from yourself this time, right? Yeah, <laughs> just I'm you're just it. saying goodbye for you. Fine. Then I can also say goodbye from a personal point of view. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and and Merry 2021, everybody. Yes, enjoy your injection if you get it. Oof. Fun times. Yeah.